0: This. This.
1: This. This. is mythical.
0: The Pop-Tart, a beloved breakfast treat. The ravioli, a savory stuffing wrapped in pasta dough. But like Bruce Wayne and Batman, could these completely separate identities be the same caped crusader? Today, we find out. This is A Hot Dog is a Sandwich.
1: Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah,
0: I put ice in my cereal, so what? That
1: makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Welcome to our podcast of Hot Dogs at Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Air.
1: I'm your host, Nicole Hendizade.
0: And today we are answering the question, is a Pop Tart a ravioli? This is a heavy hitter. It's an absolute internet troll question that I am obsessed with. Nicole, what are your thoughts?
1: Uh, as the queen of trolls, I'm just gonna go ahead and say yes. It is absolutely ravioli.
0: I knew you'd say that. You're you're too online <laughs> to say no to this question.
1: I'm hip. I'm with it. I'm all on the Twitter.
0: You were just telling me how you're physically addicted to TikTok right now.
1: Bad. Like, I'm badly addicted. Like, I have stuff to do and I'm just scrolling and I'm, like, learning dances that I will never, ever actually post slash do. But I'm just fascinated by these, like, arm and hip movements. But besides that point, yeah, a Pop-Tart is a ravioli, Josh. Do you think it's not? Because this is, like, what you do. You literally are the person that comes and says, X equals X. So this is weird for me if you don't.
0: No, no, I don't believe a Pop-Tart is a ravioli simply because a Pop-Tart is a tart which is the french word for pie it's literally in the name taking a pop-tart and calling it a ravioli is putting it through this like insane internet brainwashing machine where you can get anyone to believe that anything is anything nicole this is the political propaganda this is how nation states fall this is why hungary is getting kicked out of the european union no, if we want to hold on exactly. to any Exactly. If we want to hold on to any logic and reason in the world, we have to say that a Pop-Tart is not a ravioli.
1: But they're pretty much the same thing. Whenever you think of what a ravioli is, which is dough filled with X, what is a Pop-Tart if it's not dough filled with X?
0: I I hate this logic because it always comes down to like, well, if you look at a calzone, it's pretty much the same thing as a salad. A salad has food that is covered in sauce. Inside of a calzone, you have food and sauce. Therefore No, no, no. This is No,
1: I'm not saying that. I'm not going completely like out of out of my mental state to, to prove a point. They're just the same thing. If you look at them side by side, it's like, oh, Ravioli's the mini version of a Pop Tart. The the dough is a little different, but If we look beyond the difference of the dough and how you know it's a tart dough or a pie dough, as you like to say, and if it's 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 just a difference of dough, I don't think it's that big of a difference where it's like not the same thing.
0: I think it is a huge difference. Also, this is one of those questions that actually has like a real origin, right? So I want to go into the history of this and read the original argument really fast, just so we can get this out of the way. So in May thirtieth, twenty seventeen, a Discord user named fecking shite. Posted a speech in which he argued that Pop-Tart's a ravioli. I I created an excerpt from it. A ravioli has a rather plain casing filled with delicious filling as well as a usually yummy sauce of some kind on top. Now, let's look at the Pop-Tart. A Pop-Tart consists of a rather plain casing containing some delicious filling with a yummy topping on the top of it. The only difference is the ingredients, and as I've said before, the ingredients don't define a ravioli. You can have all sorts of ravioli just as you can have all sorts of sandwiches. The composition isn't what makes these foods, it's the structure. Besides a slight variation in shape, the structure of a Pop-Tart is not that different to a ravioli. You'd have to be a big hypocrite to call an ice cream sandwich a sandwich, but not call a Pop-Tart a ravioli. So that is the initial argument posted by fecking shite, who must have a PhD in logic and philosophy, because Discord user (laughs) fecking shite is swinging it. But, I mean, you seem to agree with most of that argument, right?
1: I mean, I I do, but I don't know. (laughs) What an uh, and, uh, well like an ice cream sandwich is a sandwich do you agree
0: i i'm not sure i think that's something that i would have to devote an entire 24 minute podcast <laughs> conversation to figure out but i th- I think i would agree my initial instinct says that i would agree
1: it's a dessert sandwich but i think ravioli is a savory pop tart
0: well here's the thing just mini I, I, I think you can, I don't think savoriness versus sweetness has anything to do with this because I think you can absolutely make a sweet ravioli. In fact, I've had a sweet ravioli at like a super legit uh italian restaurant it was actually at a was it valentino's in in santa monica it closed a while ago but anyways they had this like really cool passion fruit ravioli that looked like the raviolo uovo thing you know the egg ravioli Mm -hmm. so anyways I I, i don't i don't and i think you could easily make a savory pop tart right there's savory pies um all over there it's basically an empanada at that point um to me the biggest difference is the dough right? A pasta dough versus a pastry dough to me are two mm-hmm. very different things. And then also the cook on it. So pop tarts are something that are baked. Ravioli are something that are boiled. I know you can bake ravioli, you can fry ravioli, but the dough is always either baked or boiled, cooked in some sort of moisture before that.
1: Have you ever boiled a pop tart before?
0: <laughs> no, which Have is sh- you? no, which is shocking because we've done all anything. I
1: <laughs> I feel like we've done so many things with Pop-Tarts. We should try boiling a, uh, a Pop-Tart and see what happens, and if it has a similar texture. I've never boiled pie dough before to see, like, what would happen to it. I haven't Whoa. either,
0: and I think there's a reason most people haven't boiled pie dough. I've I, I fried, <laughs> fried pasta dough, done, like, a, you know, pasta frito situation, and it, like, doesn't hydrate yeah. properly. So, I, I fully am sympathetic to the argument that they look very similar, um, but it's not because of the preparation and the ingredients like in this little mini speech the ingredients don't define a ravioli of course they do mm-hmm. the the ingredients define every food that's the entire point of you know what food is it's made up of its component parts the point is <laughs> a pop is not a ravioli and another thing that i'm fascinated by is the insistence on calling it a ravioli which is like a very regionally specific stuffed pasta in Italy, I get that, you know, it is the most, what do you call it, topologically similar in shape to mm-hmm. a Pop-Tart, but I think you'd yes. have a much better chance of arguing that a Pop-Tart is a dumpling, because to me, all Italian-filled pastas fall under the category of a dumpling, right? Really? Yeah, of course. No. Of course they're
1: dumplings. No? Du- uh, no. I, wait, hold on. Because in my head, an Italian dumpling is like, what is it called? Nudi? Have you ever had that before? Nudi? It's like a ricotta dumpling? Yeah. That's an Italian dumpling. Well, I it, don't know if I'd consider ravioli a dumpling. But it's I
0: mean, f- think about like the entire like Asian, uh, or the entire Chinese canon of dumplings, right? In dim sum with like uh-huh. shumai and hargao and all that. Okay. Like they're very, very similar to what a ravioli is or an agnolotti or a cappelletti or a mezzolone or a caramelle.
1: Wow.
0: Right? They're very similar. So I would argue that those are all dumplings. Now, when you call gnocchi or nudi a dumpling, That's kind of similar to like the American chicken and dumplings, right? Where it's just boiled dough. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd consider those dumplings. To me, a dumpling, like something that is in a wrapper that is either steamed or fried... That's a dumpling. Hmm. So to me, all Italian-filled pastas are just dumplings. So why would you go with ravioli?
1: Is a Pop-Tart a dumpling?
0: To me, it's not, though, because it is a baked dough making it a pie. A Pop-Tart is a hand pie, if we want to get very specific, which is a very common American southern dish, little pies that you eat with your hands. They also, like, Hostess sells hand pies for a dollar. Or empanadas,
1: like you said. Like or empan- an empanada. <laughs> I guess... Uh, uh. <laughs> I hate when this happens.
0: That's fine. No, I mean, it... <laughs> I'm I'm just really fascinated by this entire debate because it's phrased in like such a, a poor manner in a way. Like, of course, a ravioli is so specific. I actually looked up the kind of history of ravioli to see mm-hmm. why it would be. I assumed ravioli was a southern Italian dish because most of like the Italian American food canon comes from southern Italy, right? Uh, or uh, Sicily, where most of the immigrants mm-hmm. came from in the early 1900s. Um, But it turns out ravioli most likely originated in northern Italy, and so I went down this rabbit hole, uh, and (laughs) it turns out uh, Ettore Boyardi, a.k.a. Chef Boyardi, came Mm -hmm. from a town in the Emilia-Romagna region in the north of Italy, and he was the one who, like, helped popularize uh, Italian ravioli, making it, like you know, the preeminent filled pasta shape, because I was always wondering, like most fancy restaurants in LA, they don't serve ravioli, right? They serve like agnolotti, other filled pastas rather than ravioli. So I was wondering, like, why is ravioli so popular that you would use this in the debate to call, you know, to define a pop tart? And so Ettore Boyardi, he had the biggest canned food empire in America going into World War II, and then in World War II, he got a deal with the government where he started supplying troops with cans of ravioli and his other canned pasta goods, beefaroni, all that. And so this is how the government comes to try and ruin Pop-Tarts through the military-industrial complex supplying troops with ravioli. That is my TED Talk. Thank you for coming.
1: (laughs) I I still believe, you know, dough with something in it is a ravioli, is a dumpling, is a blank. I, but, I really do.
0: But ravioli just, is a subset, right? This, so if you took the analogy of the is a hot dog a sandwich argument, this question, is a Pop-Tart a ravioli, is the same thing as asking, is a hot dog a Reuben? Or is a hot no. dog a tuna sandwich? I believe that well, because... Well, that's because they're
1: specifics.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. A ravioli is a very specific type of dumpling. It's something that's like become big in popular culture because of the military yeah. industrial complex and in Ettore Boyardi but mm-hmm. to me like could you ask the same question is a pop tart a uh, ban kuen the vietnamese dumpling that looks very similar <laughs> to ravioli or a an armenian manti you know or mm-hmm. or a jewish kreplach
1: mm-hmm. is
0: pop tart a kreplach come kibitz <laughs> with us
1: <laughs> oh my gosh I don't know it's just it's just something about I guess it's just the crimping you know it's like how it's like beautifully sealed just reminds me so specifically of just a big boy raviolo
0: it is what what I don't know
1: what it is
0: that's another thing Uh, (laughs) if you ever want to be the biggest a-hole in the world Mm -hmm. and someone asks you is a pop tart a ravioli just go, actually it's raviolo, ravioli's plural. If you ever want <laughs> to I wanna purposely do
1: that. said yeah, I purposely said raviolo because I you're giving one large raviolo because I am a I am a big you know, I'm not gonna say the word, I'm family friendly, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you know this? I don't know,
1: I guess go ahead.
0: Uh, no, are you gonna say something important? I was gonna say, do you know this? Sing- no. the singular of spaghetti is spaghetto?
1: Yes, I do know that. I do know that Spaghetto Makes sense spaghetti, but, but at the end of the day I just I don't know what it is It's just in my head The two Belong together In a sentence Maybe it's because I've, I've had it singed in my mind Due to the Twitterverse Do you think that's what it is? That I'm just so I used to like Like just scroll And troll On the Twitter And I would just look at it And I just be like Yeah that makes sense man Is it because I've been brainwashed To think that it's like Specifically this way? Do you think that's what it is?
0: Yeah, I think you need less screen time. I think I think that's what's happening is your brain is being warped by all the screen time.
1: Josh, guess how many hours I was on my phone last week?
0: Oh, wait, wait. I'm I'm gonna actually guess. Um, average screen time okay. eight hours thirty seven minutes.
1: Nine hours <laughs> <No>. fourteen minutes, <laughs> and that's eleven percent down from last week.
0: Oh my God! Wait, I'm down too. I thought I was bad. I'm I'm at like high sevens. But every time when the quarantine started and I started getting those updates on my phone, the first one literally said your screen time is up forty-seven percent from last week. And I was like, Yeah, I wonder why iPhone, you maybe think about cutting me a little slack or something here, okay? You don't see me <laughs> criticizing you for your behaviors, spying on people, listening to all their conversations.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I just I'm just on my phone so much and I'm just on the internet so much that maybe it truly has just warped my reality. For me to even, you know, your points are so logical and they make so much sense, and you come come through with factoids and dates and names, but still, I'm just really stagnant in my thought processes. You know, the damn internet has brainwashed me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I think the argument because a pop is a pop tart ravioli to me has almost supplanted is a hot dog a sandwich in terms of like internet popularity, right? I think is a hot dog a sandwich was like first generation of like viral internet food questions. And I think Pop-Tart ravioli is like the second weird generation, like hot dog, a sandwich, vine, Pop-Tart ravioli is TikTok, right? (laughs) Gets even stranger. Uh There's just uh, an intrinsic part of you that wants to feel like a Pop-Tart is a ravioli because they do have very similar images. I think these debates, people form a sort of identity and community off of them, right? Like, you look at the fun people have just talking crap on Twitter about whether or not it is, and so you kind of, like, get entrenched in your beliefs. What is the, uh, the confirmation? No. What's not the Dunning-Kruger effect? What's the thing where when you're presented with contrary information, it makes you go deeper into what you already believe? It's What's
1: called th- being Nicole Hendizadeh. It's called <laughs> being Nicole.
0: Like, I think this is <laughs> literally not not a political issue as in this is the thing that actually affects our lives. But like a political issue, um, a political philosopher once said, the political is that which divides friend and enemy. It's something that you can't explain through logic. It is just something that exists on an identitarian level. And that's what the Pop-Tart ravioli thing is. I accept that I can't convince you to come to my side. But to me, this is not even a good faith argument. This is a bad faith argument solely meant to stir up crap online.
1: Yeah. I think that's very, very true. You're coming through. I, like I said, you're coming through with facts. You're coming through with reality. You're coming through with <laughs> literal and it like like empirical evidence. I'm just like, nope, sorry. The Internet said this. And now my uh, my thoughts have been skewed and I'm screwed forever because every time I go to an Italian restaurant, I'm just going to be like, can I get a plate of pop tarts when I actually mean ravioli? So now I'm just, you know, I'm just lost. Did you know that? I'm the, lost in the sauce.
0: <laughs> the singular of Pop-Tart is actually Pop Tart though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How did I know you were going to say that? How did I have a strong feeling? I think
0: I should have start like, I don't know, making Pop-Tart ravioli. Maybe that is. Have we, Josh,
1: have we not made that? Josh, you literally you made peanut butter and jelly ravioli. Now, what I'm thinking is, what if you ended up making the 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 dough of the pasta? What if you made it a short crust? Like you know, like a yeah. like a short, what's it called a short crust? Is that what it's called,
0: Yeah short crust.
1: Yeah, what if you made a short crust? That would be really interesting. It might be really, really good and it might completely meld the two worlds together in a really successful way.
0: You wouldn't even have to sauce it because an unsauced ravioli is still a ravioli to me. But if you boiled that short crust pastry, would it be a ravioli or a Pop-Tart? That's
1: what I'm trying to say. That's what I said in the beginning. What we have to do is boil some crust and see what we get out of it. Do we get an actual viable pocket filled with things or do we just get a mess?
0: I have a hard line on this if you make a pop tart crust and then you fill it and then you crimp it and you seal it and you boil it it is no longer a pop tart it is simply a ravioli that is not to say a pop tart is a ravioli that is to say for me the hard line on all this nicole my line in the sand is the cooking method if you bake it that is what turns it into a pie if you boil it or steam it that is what turns it into a ravioli and i fully believe that similar to if you took a pasta dough and baked it don't, huh,
1: uh-oh. Uh-oh, Piscatio. Uh-oh,
0: Piscatio. Looks
1: like, look like you just found hold a on. little wormhole.
0: <laughs> oh, God, I'm smiling. I'm gonna jet wash. <laughs> you gotta get me out of this, Cougar. Uh, that's a little Top Gun reference. Oh, my God, I need to rewatch I've Top Gun. I've
1: never seen Top Gun.
0: Oh, watch Top Gun. They kiss all the time, the boys. Nice. Yeah, um, okay, so hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on here. A short crust, it's not that different. Pop-Tarts aren't even actually leavened either like there's there's lecithin in it like there but there's no real leavening agent so it pretty much is just fat flour and water there's sugar in it too but it's not that different from a pasta dough if you boil this is it. what
1: i've been saying fam it's just the oil that you put in it like the fat that you're putting in it you break it up and you mash it with your fingers and or a dough cutter and then you add your liquids like it's just the temperature of the fat is also a different thing and also the fat is different too like some okay. people put olive oil in their pasta dough a lot of people don't but a lot of people do to eat it in the actual like uh like uh rolling out process and stuff like that but when you do add it does that make that pasta dough now a short crust dough because it has been reconstituted with fat
0: i think there's something to because a short crust dough can't be made of liquid oil right so there's something unique about a short crust dough in its preparation i know pop yes. tarts uses like palm oil and all that but okay Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you make a shortcrust dough, you boil it. I believe that's a ravioli. But if you made a pasta dough, filled it and baked it, do I believe that is a ravioli or a pop tart or neither?
1: What do you think?
0: I don't know. Break it, down I... In your,
1: break it down in your head a little bit. Like, think about fillings. Think about cook times. Think you're in the mythical... Close your eyes. Think you're in the mythical kitchen. You've been given this task to debunk if a Pop-Tart is a ravioli or if a ravioli is a Pop-Tart. You're working feverishly. You get there at nine. You leave at eight. You're telling Nicole and Trevor to make different fillings. Use this. Use that. Crimp it this way. Crimp it that way. Bop it. Pull it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> remember that time Lucas smashed a bop it with like a hammer? Uh. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) Okay, a a pasta sheet dough rolled out into Mm -hmm. the shape of a Pop-Tart, filled, Uh and then baked. Okay. I believe that the pasta dough is far enough away from a proper short crust to not be considered a Pop-Tart or pie. But am Mm -hmm. I just a hypocrite then? Because I believe that a short crust is similar enough to a pasta dough to make it a pasta. What is it about pie dough? I think I'm, oh my god. No, 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 no. No,
1: let me, okay, let me help you, because I don't want you, listen, I'm trying to help you out. So let's think about a can of ravioli, a Chef Boyardee can of ravioli and a Pop-Tart. Those two, okay, how about we say this? Those are different, okay? Those are different. Those are not the same thing. A Pop-Tart is not a can of Chef Boyardee ravioli, but a Pop-Tart can be a ravioli that is artisanally crafted and created with intention, How about that?
0: So you're saying that in its state, a Pop-Tart is not a ravioli. Because when you are saying (laughs) a Pop-Tart, you are implying... A Pop-Tart isn't like a set of ingredients, right? A Pop-Tart is a fully formed dish that is packaged. There's intellectual property rights around it. Yes, That's interesting. Is an uncooked Pop-Tart still a Pop-Tart? Is an uncooked ravioli still a ravioli? At what point in the cooking process does its state of being actually occur because a pop tart to me a pop tart's cooking is presupposed by its existence so a pop tart by definition to me is something that has already been baked it is not yet a pop tart until it is baked therefore a pop tart cannot be a ravioli because it is baked i think they are a lot more similar than i gave it credit for and i no longer believe
1: very similar They are very similar. I
0: believe that the original post by fecking shite on Discord was not in good faith. I don't believe that they had any real intention of arguing it or any real expertise. I think this is a Dunning-Kruger effect situation where the less you know about something, the more confident you are about it. However, after talking about this with you, I now believe that they are a lot more similar than I gave
1: them credit for. Okay, let's agree that they're similar... But different.
0: Yeah, same, same, but different.
1: Would that satisfy the middle ground that we are trying to reach?
0: I think we found our impasse. I think we have come to a beautiful conclusion, in a way, that you mm-hmm. put so much of your identity in this sort of online personality. Like, Nicole, <laughs> you, you had, like, a fake Twitter that didn't have your name on it that you would stalk me on while we worked together. Like, that's some online stuff right there.
1: Josh, they're gonna find it. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Operation Find Nicole's Finsta. No! Oh, <laughs> stop it. No, I wouldn't stalk you on it. I would I would retweet controversial things and opinions that that were uh pertaining to me personally. Okay? Gosh. Right. Meanie. All
0: right. So I th- I think we have found, you know, the point at which we cannot go any further. I think Pop-Tarts and ravioli Probably have some sort of common ancestry in mm-hmm. in Dumpling Hood, right? Actually, the word pasta and pastry literally share an etymology, so they're very quite similar. And I think that we can you know sleep well tonight. Well, I can't sleep well because I have general anxiety disorder and I get four nights of restless sleep a night. But in and theory, you have
1: a sweaty bed. Don't forget about your sweaty bed.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can see my sweaty bed in this video. It's gross. I don't want to
1: see your sweaty. Uh, bed. Oh, it's. Are snow. your sheets? Are your sheets baby? Blue? Blue and gray.
0: Yeah, I made bold decisions. I regret. I would
1: have them. been convinced you're more of an olive green, like bedsheet person. No, I've started to
0: go all all like turquoise and burnt orange. My apartment. Yo, yeah, you should see my apartment. I've just been like buying up decorations out of stress on Amazon. I'm killing it.
1: I have a burnt orange duvet myself. It's a silk burnt orange duvet, and the other side is a nice chocolate brown.
0: That's very fitting. I'm coming for <laughs> Jesse McLaughlin's job.
1: Oh my gosh, I miss Jesse.
0: All right, well, I think that about wraps it up. I feel sad side of this. And also, I am very hungry for Pop-Tarts now.
1: Why don't you eat a Pop-Tart, young man?
0: I left them all in the office. Yo, we still got like nine boxes of Pop-Tarts in the office.
1: Oh, man.
0: All right, and on that note, Nicole, we have heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call A One and Two. (laughs) Opinions! Opinions are like... (laughs) Jiggle, we're gonna get this right okay on three one okay two opinions, opinions are like, are oh my god oh my god, like oh c- my god. Just let's just perfect. just cut to the sex just cut to the dang segment
1: opinions are like casseroles
0: so first up we got at spooky bench when i was a kid i would only eat garlic bread if it had peanut butter on it sometimes i'm tempted to try it again because i remember it's slapping uh I, I can see it working i guess like Garlic and peanuts, they like work pretty well in Thai food or some chilies and stuff. But I don't know. I don't know if it would be my first choice, but it is something that has intrigued me enough to the point where next time I have garlic bread, I'm smearing peanut butter on
1: Everybody needs to relax with their weird peanut butter situations. <laughs> like, this is just odd. Like, what is going on? Like, what did you eat as a baby that you still eat to this? I don't know. I can't get behind this one. I love peanut butter and weird things, but this is just too weird for me. The parsley? Nah, can't Wait, do
0: it. What's the weirdest thing that you put peanut butter on?
1: Well, weird... Or, like... Yeah, like, what...
0: Do you you have any, like, interesting peanut butter habits of yourself? Because we get so many peanut butter things in this.
1: Well... I just eat spoonfuls of peanut butter Till I feel like I can't breathe <laughs> Does that count? One Dude, time I almost choked One time I came into the office And I told you I choked on peanut butter Like at 3am, remember that?
0: <laughs> Wait, no, what?
1: One time I'm like I had this really weird thing Where I had like three spoonfuls of Like like I had three tablespoons oh, of peanut yes. butter And I'm like I couldn't breathe And I thought I was dying So I went to Reddit And people were like Yeah, it looks like you just had a blockade Because you're eating like a thick liquid And I'm like <laughs>
0: Ugh I remember like, Ugh. that <laughs> I yesterday I got caught in like a weird little like, oh, there's a pandemic anxiety spiral sort of thing. Uh And I literally just calmed myself down by like eating a a really good peanut butter straight out of the jar, like the nine dollar jar stuff that I've been buying because I'm not spending money on anything else right now. And I had such a good time, but I'll take peanut butter and just throw it into like a lot of stews and soups that I'm making things with no distinct flavor profile. I'm just like, ah this could use some peanut butter. So I like it.
1: I like peanut butter in my ramen. That's about as wild as I get with peanut butter. Allison Francis underscore says, maple syrup on breakfast sausage slaps. It's the only way to eat it. I agree. I love, love, love when my maple syrup gets on my sausages. Very, very good.
0: I do too. But I think, God, we could do a whole episode on the geography of a proper American breakfast plate because I love maple syrup on sausage and I love getting a bite with like a pancake or a waffle, some butter, some syrup, some sausage. But I also love sausage with eggs, ketchup, and potatoes. But... Another but, I hate when like the eggs and the syrup and the potatoes interact. So for me, mm. sa- syrup on sausage fan freaking fantastic, but mm-hmm. not not when you get eggs into the mix. I hate that. Very opinionated, mm. but s- syrup on sausage dope. Okay. All right, at Drew Maboost, I put ice in my cereal. Let me explain. Milk gets room temp so easily and I only like milk cold. I don't even eat the ice. I eat around it to get at the cereal. It's kind of like those dog bowls with the grooves to slow down <laughs> their eating. Plus milk is like 87% water. I agree. I put ice in my milk. I I don't put ice in my cereal all the time, but I have done it and I do like it. But anytime I drink milk, I put ice in it. The thing I hate is when like my girlfriend criticizes me for putting ice in milk. She thinks it's weird. Here's the thing, I only have whole milk on hand because anytime you're recipe testing and all that, cooking, you should be using whole milk to keep it, you know, nice and even-steven. She drinks 2%. If you add water to whole milk, it just becomes 2%. That's the whole deal, right? So, like, icing milk, I'm basically just drinking ice cold 2%, and I dig it, especially with cereal.
1: Okay. The only time you <laughs> you put ice in your milk is if you're having an ice uh, latte. If you put ice in your milk anywhere else, you are the feds. It's <laughs> weird. I don't agree with it. Uh, just, you know, but also, I'm the kind of person, when I when I pour myself a bowl of cereal, it's like a race. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> like, I don't, <laughs> I don't stop to let my cereal get soggy. I just, I just go at it. So I never experienced putting ice in my cereal because my, my milk is always cold because I can finish a bowl of cereal in 30 seconds flat. So, oh, so sorry, you're weird.
0: So, no, know, I like the soggage. I let it get soggy for like a solid three minutes, depending on the cereal. If it's uh, Fruity Pebbles, you got to start eating it right away. But if you're dealing with like a thicker cereal, like especially something like a Frosted Mini Wheat, you gotta let the milk soak. Mm, you you gotta let that. the milk soak.
1: <laughs> okay. Colby Bears. Buffalo sauce is superior to barbecue sauce when it comes to wings. Uh, Just buffalo sauce is, we already talked about how much we love buffalo sauce. It's just a superior sauce. It goes with everything and anything. And I think it's beautiful. Yeah,
0: I am. I'm generally against absolutes when we talk about food like X is superior to Y. However, Mm -hmm. buffalo sauce on wings especially is superior to literally anything. What I do when I go to a wing place is I will get like, 80% normal hot wings, sometimes in varying degrees of hotness, and then I'll get, like, one little X-Factor wing, just as, like, a treat. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'll I'll get, like, 20 buffalo wings, and then let's get five. Oh, you got, like, a Hawaiian... Island fire or something? Yeah, give me some of those. <laughs> just to change it up to remind myself of how much I love buffalo wings.
1: I love buffalo wings. Take the next one. Let's go
0: at the real Sam Oak. I told some people my ideal pizza is topped with pepperoni, jalapenos, corn, fried egg, and sriracha, and they said I was a monster. Pepperoni, jalapenos, corn, that all works really well. Fried egg, that works really well with all those things and sriracha. This is... Wow, kind of my ideal pizza, too, that I had never even
1: thought about. I was thinking the same thing, like, come here, little monster, your home is with us. This is a (laughs) delicious-sounding pizza.
0: Yeah, the real Sam Oak, you officially are a friend of the show because you understand (laughs) us. Corn on pizza is one of the most underrated things. It's big in Brazil, it is big in uh, Korea. There's a couple, Mm -hmm. like, Korean pizza spots in K-Town that'll do, like, the corn-cheese on yep. pizza especially with chilies and it is delicious
1: it is delicious i agree wholeheartedly kenzie underscore cole says dip in chicken nuggets and ice cream is good um, um, uh, just stick to uh, french fried potatoes please i yeah I, I think they may have taken it i think they may have
0: taken it one step too far however i will say i i used to dip McDonald's McNuggets in just straight up honey like not honey mustard just straight up honey and that's really Kim good Kim Kardashian so
1: like, does that I think
0: really? ugh but she's so fit <laughs> 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 I don't like the temperature difference. I french fries and ice cream delicious, but chicken and ice cream that's something I'd pass on but more power to you Kenzie Cole.
1: Very serious Lewis says relish is nasty. I'd rather just dice up some good pickles and replace it in anything that calls for relish or order just pickle slices on a hot dog, which I have done many times. Um relish is good. You're you're tripping. Don't be so serious. Really? Mr. Very Serious. Yeah, I like relish. I didn't know you
0: rel- relish is there any other use for it other than a hot dog?
1: Um, no, but who cares?
0: <laughs> I guess like like t- like tuna salad. There's a couple of things. I actually really agree with Very Serious Lewis. This is a thing that I've thought about for a long time. Like literally since I was a kid, I remember eating a really delicious deli dill pickle and being like, man, that's delicious. And then I got a packet of something called dill pickle relish. And I was like, wow, this is great. It's squeezable pickle. And then I ate it and I was like, this is nothing like it. It's just a gross green syrup. So I'm with him, but some good gross green syrup that you squeeze out of the thing and it just goes like yeah, onto your hot dog and you get 90% liquid. It's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's satisfying uh, pickle syrup. I like
0: it. More often than not, though, I'm, di- I'm dicing my own pickles. They need to sell that. Just I know. Dice, just diced pickles, like not in the context of like a syrupy relish. Just pickle dice.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe it's like a it's like a fermentation thing, or like a like a food safety thing. I don't know. Take the next one, Josh.
0: Oh God, I hate this one so much. I hate
1: this so much. <laughs> but you have to say it. You have to say this one. I don't
0: wanna say All it. Right, fine. At Jack Corus, a burger is a club sandwich. No! no, no, it's not. No, it's not. Idiot, get out of here.
1: Get out of here. All
0: right, got him. <laughs> Boom, murked. That's a headshot.
1: Um, Leanne underscore. Oleander. Oh, Is a church function really a church function if there are no church lady sandwiches? Did someone really die and have a funeral if there are no cream cheese and cherry or asparagus sandwiches? Is egg salad true egg salad if it wasn't made by a church lady? So this is something I'm very envious about, like Midwestern, like uh, salads and like stuff like that was something I never experienced because I'm a Southern California girl. So I never got to like experience that like Midwestern, like funeral potatoes, ambrosia salad with like canned tangerines and like jello and maize. I always wanted to experience that. So I can't tell you if it's an egg salad, if a church lady made it or not. But what I can tell you is that I envy you for having that experience experience.
0: You ever seen those memes on Twitter that are like, you're not from Michigan unless you've eaten this. And it's just like a Cheeto and sunscreen sandwich or something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have. It's really funny.
0: (laughs) That's what this reminds me of. Like, I have no idea. I I grew up next to a really big megachurch and I grew up in a really big Mormon community too. But this is like Southern California, you know, evangelicals and Mormons. So like we didn't have that like big church potluck thing. Or if we did have a big church potluck, it'd be like, this is a Cara Cara orange and quinoa salad. You know, it was yeah. like so bougie Southern California. Uh, and also, I remember I think fu- are funeral potatoes a Mormon thing, or is I, that like I a, don't know?
1: I just remember looking at it on Food Network. I'm like, oh my gosh, are these potatoes specifically for funerals? <laughs> Wild.
0: I feel like funeral potatoes are a Mormon thing, and I, I, and there are some like specific Mormon dishes in the same way. there's some like specific Jewish dishes that we think of in the canon. But I remember asking a Mormon friend in middle school, like, what's Mormon food, and he just goes straight face, no humor. Uh, my mom makes tacos a lot, so I guess chicken tacos. And I was just like, <laughs> chicken tacos are Mormon. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> so yeah, that uh, your church potluck sound dope. I would love to be there. All right, at A.K.A. Sheppy, mayo is better on fries than ketchup. Better. I really enjoy mayo on fries. I don't think it's better, and I think that ketchup offers a balance to French fries. French fries, you have like hot starchy fatty salty ketchup you have sweet cold acidic i think it actually works better than mayo but i do love both
1: i do love both too i'm more of a ketchup fan just because um it's just more normal i feel like but the other day i actually had a fish and chips and i dipped it in dijon mustard highly recommend
0: it Ooh. Ooh, that does yeah. sound nice. God, I'm so hungry. Can't wait to eat lunch. I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna make a burger.
1: Thanks. <laughs> I love burgers. <laughs> Can I come get one?
0: <laughs> no, stay home. You're infected. You're dirty.
1: Josh, I Josh, I literally, you don't get it. I bought a meat grinder and I'm gonna make smash burgers for my birthday.
0: Oh, dang. Wait, that sounds better than what I'm about to do.
1: Hee <laughs> hee, suck it. Read the next <laughs> one. <laughs> All
0: right, at Matt underscore Harling, shell noodles are the best noodles to make macaroni and cheese with. So there are a lot of politics involved in the pasta shapes and what sauces you're supposed to put with them right like yes, in there italy are. like bucatini goes with amatriciana like these are things uh-huh. that you know carbonara is spaghetti you do not make carbonara with a penne or something i do think yes. shell noodles or conchiglie as they're known in italian it probably is the best noodle to make macaroni and cheese with, just simply because you get those little explosions of liquidy cheese sauce, and I do really love it.
1: I haven't done that in a really, really long time, but thinking about, because you know, I'm just a straight up like a uh, like medium macaroni girl with my with my mac and cheese. But thinking about it, yeah, shells, yeah, I Dude, am team shells.
0: You know what I hate, and it's the what? it's. <laughs> so many things i hate so many things nicole <laughs> no the the go-to like fancy macaroni and cheese pasta like maybe 10 12 years ago when like tgi fridays would put like an adult mac and cheese on the menu they'd be like uh penne and chit and penne and cheddar but now everyone's doing cavatappi you know cavatappi
1: mm-hmm. of course i know cavatappi yeah it's
0: like I it's know. like four macaroni. well <laughs> it's like four macaroni noodles linked together in a spiral <laughs> helix situation it's too long cavatappi too long for mac and cheese what are you doing fancy restaurants get the heck out of here
1: okay octopus queer says for weird food colon the way i ate ramen growing up was drained and then mixed with sour cream and the sauce packet it's so good but i haven't eaten in a while because everyone outside of my family made fun of me why are people like okay first of all i'm so sorry you were bullied for the way you eat food and i know that i bully people for the way they eat food (laughs) but like i'm so sorry if you're ever made fun of like in real life i I, i'm really sorry and you should enjoy your sour cream ramen and i'm sorry if i ever hurt anybody's feelings for what they eat
0: you were so emotionally moved by them simply doing colon dash end parentheses (laughs) to form a frowny face nicole that frowny face hit you so hard in that comment
1: It's, you don't get it. People are mean. And like, (laughs) I know it's like, I'm doing it behind a podcast, but when you do it to people in real life, it's so mean.
0: (laughs) I think we try and, I think we try and be inclusive and like, you know, let people know that food preferences, that's just what they are, their preferences. And there's no morals that are attached to any of these preferences, except for that freaking idiot who thinks that a hamburger (laughs) is a club sandwich. (laughs) Uh, oh no, sour cream. and I, I had this weird food memory. Like when I was a kid and I started cooking and I would watch Food Network and like I'd get all ambitious with things that I'd make. But looking back, they're just very, very stupid. Like I stirred mascarpone cheese they had at Trader Joe's with white rice and I called it risotto. Right. But <laughs> I remember I had a secret sauce that I made. And my dad would be like, oh, my God, Josh, can you make that secret sauce? It's so good. And looking back, it was sriracha, sour cream, Parmesan cheese and dried dill. Why those mm. why those things? We would dip anything. We dip fries in it. We always used to eat those frozen pierogies, Mrs. T's, that are freaking delicious and just like four of the most random ingredients possible. That was my secret sauce.
1: Mm, caloric.
0: And so thinking about the sour cream with the dry ramen, it, it warms my heart. I would love that.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry you were ever you were ever made fun of anybody <laughs> about their food, and uh, I'm I'm gonna go think about what I've done. You
0: should to be very apologetic. <laughs> on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog Is a Sandwich. We've got new episodes for you every Wednesday.
1: If you want to be featured on Opinions Are Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at mythicalchef or nhandizade with the hashtag opinioncasserole.
0: And for more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube. We got new videos every week.
1: And of course, if you want to share a picture of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at mythicalkitchen.
0: We'll see you next. Next time, I'm gonna go eat some Pop-Tarts.
1: Save me some.
0: No, my Pop-Tarts.